Greetings, my friend, and welcome to the podcast show, Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Let's pray before we get started. Lord Jesus, we pray in your name that there will be something here on this show, in this episode, that we're able to use in our life, in the life of our family, and in the lives of our friends, and in the lives of people we haven't met yet. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, my dear friend. I hope all is well with your soul, and thank you for being here right now and listening. This is Sunday, August 1st, 2021, podcast episode number 72, and is titled, They That Dwell Upon the Earth. The title is found in Revelation 11.10, and I'll read it to you from the King James Bible. They that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them, and make merry, and shall send gifts one to another, because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. There's a scripture reference here also that that includes this Revelation 11.10. The uh, scripture references are verses 3 through 12. That's Revelation 11, 3 through 12. I didn't find it needful to place that whole text in the letter or on this show. I just wanted to reference that section of scripture. But the seed title of our letter is They That Dwell Upon the Earth, and it's in Revelation 11.10, as I just read this. So this is episode number 72. The title, again, is They That Dwell Upon the Earth, and you're listening to the podcast show, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven, with your host, Preacher John. Greetings, friend. Today begins a new month, August 2021. However, as we already know, Based upon the word of truth, there is no new thing under the sun. Ecclesiastes 1.9 Therefore, we must look into the Holy Scriptures to find what we are to do with our life that is pleasing to our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Are you with me? <laughs> Let's start in prayer. Lord Jesus, we look to you as our God and Savior. Only through your precious shed blood are we washed from our sins. And by faith we believe on you, Lord Jesus, and receive salvation and eternal life. Thank you for saving us. Thank you for making us the children of God. May we receive all that you have planned for us. By your Spirit we are able to serve you, Lord, with all our heart and soul and strength. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving your life so that we may live. We love you, Jesus, and in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. So as you can tell, this podcast show is actually operated by a script. The script comes off our Sunday prayer letter. The letter is for Gospel Evangelist Church at Boulder and Colorado. It is being founded by myself, (laughs) but it's actually being built by God. Jesus says, I will build my church. And Jesus is God. And there are lots of other verses uh, referring to God building his church. And I am one of many, 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 many people who are building Gospel Evangelist Church. We're all preachers and ministers in different forms and fashions, in different walks of life, all delivering the message of salvation to souls. 
And we use this Sunday prayer letter as a type of, well, I'd say a one accord or a type of outline that all of us can run on throughout the week. And I'm a little ab-libby right here. I use the script, uh, the letter as a script on the podcast, and often I go off letter to add to it um, as I see a need. <laughs> this letter, and I'll say a couple other things real quick before I get into the letter, uh, is we're already in the letter. We are already in the letter. Uh, but I wanted to say a couple things first. It, uh, this letter is not like any other letter. Uh, most of my letters are written with one seed in mind. So you can meditate on a, one small seed, piece of scripture, that can easily be planted in your soul. However, this letter has a very wide stance and is founded in Revelation. And it, it seems to me that the Holy Spirit has me preaching from Revelation or let me rephrase that, to starting the preaching in Revelation and then venturing from that beginning point of the last book of the New Testament, Revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ, and then venturing into other parts of the Word of God and then coming back into the Revelation of Jesus Christ. I don't normally preach out of Revelation, but I think this is the third message, or is it the fourth message that is in Revelation. I think it's the third. I may be mistaken. Uh, i always cautious to preach from that book, this book, Revelation, because of the uh, variations that people can take on it. It is basically a code book, <laughs> and code books are built so the enemy can't decipher what, uh, what they are doing, what the friendly nation is doing. And um, that poses a lot of different uh, struggles for a lot of us because uh, we want to know what's in the book of Revelation. And we can read it, but all too often it doesn't make any sense to our natural mind. And then we listen to other preachers and ministers out there in the Christian world, and they tell us what they think God is trying to tell us. <laughs> and there is the problem. So what I do, or what the Holy Ghost is showing me to do, is simply take little pieces of Revelation that are easily seen to be applied to everyday life, instead of taking some chunk of Scripture in Revelation and try to discern what it actually means. Uh, let's just come back and just pick out a few pieces here and there, because I see that the King James is the pure word of God, and God said every word of God is pure. So I use every word. <laughs> what I mean by every word is every word. Uh, when I say that, I mean the word of truth. For example, that's four words, the word of truth. And every word of God is pure. So that's kind of how I'm coming from. Anyways, that was kind of a prelude to what I'm What's in my letter here? Let me go back into the letter, and we'll continue on the show here. The following is our summary outline of scriptures for this week of preaching. Please note, though, that these scriptures and outline are simply a framework of sorts for each of us to preach and minister from. 
So that as a church body, we are all in one accord throughout the week. This does not include our own study of the Word of Truth with the Holy Ghost, who may have you in different parts of the Holy Scriptures. This outline is used to demonstrate one accord for us who are of the same family, so to speak, namely Gospel Evangelist Church. Amen? So August 1st, Sunday prayer letter, They That Dwell Upon the Earth, Revelation 1.10. I'm going to read that one more time. Revelation 11.10 And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts one to another because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. With this reference, Revelation 11.3-12. I'm going to have another little side note here. When I started this letter here several hours ago. How about, let's see, I think I started at about 1.30 or 2, let's see, maybe 3. I don't remember, actually. I know it's about 6.15 right now, so it's been about 3 or 4 hours since I've sat down to write this letter. I spend my Saturdays, uh, the Sabbath, uh, as a rest unto the Lord. I just kind of be in the Lord as I'm doing my uh, Saturday activities. I don't leave the Lord at all. Basically, it's the same as what Apostle John said in Revelation. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. And so a lot of us think that the Lord's Day is the Sabbath. And so I'm in the, in the Spirit on the Lord's Day. <laughs> and I was asking the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to write on? Because he hadn't given me any clues about what to write on. And so I thought, well, I'll just ask. You know, if all else fails, ask. Because <laughs> I was just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for hours trying to get a message or waiting for the message, but I never got one. And that's why earlier today I said, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to write on? And uh, he said, I want you to write from Revelation. I said, okay, where in Revelation? And he said, in the middle. And I said, in the exact middle? And he said, yes, in the middle. So I looked in the middle and that is Revelation chapter 11, verse 10.5. 10.5, or a half of verse 10, is the exact center of Revelation. And as I was spending time with the Holy Spirit, kind of hashing this out, I could not seem to get what he was trying to talk to me about. I saw the overall theme of the letter, but I couldn't see the beginning point of the letter. And I must have been I must have worked for 2 hours trying to discern what the beginning point was to the letter. And the Holy Spirit finally said to me, "John, just start writing by faith." And I said, "Oh. <laughs> now that's easy." So I just started by faith and it just all fell together like it was like meant to be. And I didn't write this in the letter. I wanted to put it on the show, and I'll probably say it on the streets as I'm ministering this week on the streets. But I just thought it was kind of interesting how this scripture, how did I find Revelation 11.10? As the Holy Ghost said, I want you to preach in Revelation. I said, where in Revelation? He said, in the middle. I said, in the middle? He said, yes, in the middle. And I said, the exact middle? He said, yes, in the middle. <laughs> And the middle is a Revelation 11.10. And it's the story of the two prophets. 
It is a, if you try to figure out what the truth prophets are, I just caution you, caution you, caution you. God is doing something in Revelation that is above our pay grade, I guess you could say. And I understand that a lot of people are so convinced that their interpretation of Revelation is correct. Well, God bless them on that. I, I kind of go in a different direction, and I just say, Lord, I'm a servant. Whatever you want me to do, that's what I'll do. And so that's where I come from. Amen? All right, back into our letter. After all that, let me take a quick sip of tea here. I'm drinking my ginger uh, celestial seasonings tea. Celestial seasonings right here in Boulder, Colorado. It's been started about 40 years ago, and uh, uh, it's really good tea. Mm. Nice and warm. It's kind of a rainy day in Boulder for some reason. Uh, the Colorado Rockies, the uh, Front Range Mountains, always give us a different day of weather. And it's actually quite cool, too. It's kind of nice. I got all my windows open here in the house. <laughs> it feels great. <laughs> all right. Part one. So we ha I have seven parts. As you noticed, two weeks ago, I started, this is my second week, <clears throat> I started adding a part seven for a Saturday. Even though I personally don't preach on Saturdays, I included this because the Holy Ghost told me to include a Saturday scripture. So those that do preach on Saturday will have a scripture to preach from. And uh, so what I've been doing, such as last week, I on Friday I preached on the Saturday text also. I think that's what I did. I'm not sure exactly. I haven't edited those videos yet. <laughs> those videos were from Burlington. Last week I was in Burlington, Colorado. So part one, Sunday, is Psalm 10.3. I'm also going to take another side note and tell you that each of these verses, normally in all my Sunday letters up to this very letter here, had the seed that was being planted in each of the verses in the outline. Now, in this letter, each of the parts, seven parts, each scripture is different, and no scripture has the seed that we're sowing, which is they that dwell upon the earth. Okay, but in each verse, it has the theme that is in Revelation chapter 11, verses 3 through 12. You see what I mean? It's kind of complicated. <laughs> but uh, I hope that as you go through this letter, for those who do, you'll see what I'm referring to. So again, part 1, Sunday, Psalm 10, verse 3. Part 2, Monday, Psalm 119, verse 136. Part 3, Tuesday, Hosea 7, verse 3. Part 4 on Wednesday, Luke 19, verse 41. Part 5 on Thursday, Romans 1, verse 32. Part 6 on Friday, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 6. Part 7, Saturday, Philippians 3, verse 18. Gospel Evangelist Church uses the King James Bible for all Scripture references. Uh, another note here, you may view our street preaching videos for this letter on the video channel. For desktop, it's youtube.com forward slash, and it's my name, J-O-H-N, John, last name, C-H-O-Q-U-E. Or for mobile, just put an M in front, M dot, in front of the youtube.com forward slash, my name, John Shuck, C-H-O, like Chevrolet, okay? 
C-H-O-Q-U-E. And God willing, we may be teaching and preaching on these seven parts throughout this week. In Jesus' name, amen. August 1st Sunday Prayer Letter, They That Dwell Upon the Earth, Revelation 11.10. Let's um, do something here. Let's preface these upcoming parts of Scripture. As I stated above, these scriptures are in some way used to keep our family in one accord. Over the years, I've seen families divide and pull apart due to the members going in different directions. Therefore, I see that having an outline of scripture references and a sort of direction that the family may head in could produce a one accord and a unity in love with all of us speaking the same language. When a family speaks alike, others can gather that they are of that family. One accord in Scripture is powerful and might produce good ground when it is seeded with the word of truth. We also understand that God is love, and that's referenced in 1 John 4, 8 and verse 16. We also see in Holy Scripture the wonder of unity, such as recorded in Psalm 133, verse 1. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And in another word, Ephesians 4, verse 3, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. So we can see clearly now that unity is important to God. And since it is important to God, it is important to us as a family. And this is why I write these Sunday prayer letters. In no way am I attempting to build anything on my own, nor for my own self. I am nothing. I am simply a servant of God. I serve with all my heart and soul. Thank you for understanding where I am coming from. I just felt led as I was writing or beginning to write uh, this letter to place this discourse of my reasons and my actions so that all may see and understand my motive of my heart. Thank you. So let me scroll down through the letter here. As you know, we're using this Sunday prayer letter as my script as my script for the podcast show, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven. And I'm going to jump back just to a little side note here that talks about why I titled the podcast show the way I did. Um, when, when I used my name uh, along with Touching People for Heaven, that is exactly what I'm doing Uh, The Lord put that on my heart probably 30-plus years ago, maybe 35 years ago, Touching People for Heaven. And it's John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven. That's exactly what I am doing in my life. And in doing that action, I am building the kingdom of God by seeking first the kingdom of God. And as a minister for the Lord Jesus Christ— My um, ambition, my vision, my dream is to see a million people in heaven because I lived. 
And therefore, touching people for heaven is the way that I do it. I touch people in all kinds of ways and fashions and methods and techniques, all for the purpose of touching them for heaven, so that may, they may receive eternal life through Jesus Christ. And so that's why I titled it, John Shuck is Touching People for Heaven, because that is what I've been doing for three-plus decades. And that makes it also easy to find uh, based on internet searches, when people type in my name or things like that, it all kind of comes together because my name is kind of spread throughout everything that I'm doing. So everything that I am doing is centralized into just my name. And when I pass away from here, because I am 68, moving on to 68, uh, I don't know what people can do with my name. I don't, I don't know. Uh, We'll just see what happens, I guess. But this is the Holy Spirit has not told me to change it, so I'm going to keep it here using uh, John Shuck is touching people for heaven, even though that's a difficult last name when you're looking at it. Okay. All right. Let's just go back into our letter and see what uh, what kind of trouble we can get into here. <laughs> uh, part one, Sunday, Psalm 10.3. What I'm going to do here is I'm looking at the script in front of me is uh, I have the verse of each one written out. And I believe what I'm going to do is I'm just going to read the verse and see what the Spirit has for me. I'm in, I'm, it seems like up to this moment that I'm simply going to read the Scripture and go on through the letter. And then on our video channel, I'll be preaching the commentary or the message based upon that particular uh, verse in Scripture. Amen? Uh, so let's go back into our letter here, Psalm 10:3. This is part one for Sunday, and it's Psalm 10, verse 3. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire, and blesseth the covetous, whom the Lord abhorreth. Whoa. I'll read it one more time. For the wicked boasteth of his heart's desire, and blesseth the covetous, whom the Lord abhorreth. Horeth. Wow. <laughs> Amen on that, huh? Part 2, Monday, Psalm 119, verse 136. Rivers of waters run down mine eyes, because they kept not thy law. I'll read it one more time, Psalm 119, 136. Rivers of waters run down mine eyes, because they keep not thy law. And I just to let you know, each of these scriptures just really grab me because they're each of them are so powerful. And it's building a framework that the Holy Ghost is using in uh, Gospel Evangelist Church because we are we're, we preach holiness in this church and we preach from the King James. And uh, we are street preachers and we are literally taking the gospel of Jesus Christ to the streets. And uh, it's pretty amazing. Part 3, Tuesday, Hosea 7, verse 3. They make the king glad with their wickedness and the princes with their lies. Hosea 7, 3 again. They make the king glad with their wickedness and the princes with their lies. Part 4, Wednesday, will be Luke 19, verse 41. And when he was come near 
he beheld the city and wept over it. Luke 19.41 again. And when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. Part 5, Thursday, Romans 1, verse 32. Whom knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Romans one thirty two again. Who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. Man, it makes me want to stop and just cry at each one of these, these scriptures. I want to cry because I'm on the streets six days a week. About I'm averaging 23 to 25 hours. I'm aiming for 34, but it ends up to be around the 25-hour mark, actually flying the banner from the street corner. And I see, uh, from my point of view, something that many Christians do not have the opportunity to see um, based because of what I'm doing. I can see something different than many can see. And these scriptures really grab my heart. Part 6 on Friday, 1 Corinthians 13, 6. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth. I looked up the word iniquity, and that is actually means sin, sins. Iniquity is sins. 1 Corinthians 13, 6. Rejoiceth not in iniquity, but rejoiceth. In the truth. Let me take another cup of tea. Uh, tea. <coughs> it went down the wrong way. <coughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, <coughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I don't edit any of this out. I just do not do that because I want to show people that you do not have to be perfect to do what I'm doing. When people edit all these little blips out of their show, it sounds like they're just polished and perfect. And therefore, how could I do that? Because there's no way I can speak that way. But if I leave on the show, and even on my videos, I leave everything there for all to see. I am completely an open book. What you hear is what comes out of my mouth, (laughs) even the coughs. So part seven, Saturday, Philippians 3.18. For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are of the enemies of the cross of Christ. (coughs) I'll read that again, Philippians 3.18. For many walk of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Wow. You know, these scriptures, uh, part of the reason why, and this is not on the text here in front of me, uh, part of the reason why I put all these scriptures in here so you can kind of meditate on that. Say, say, say next Saturday, you come to Philippians 3.18 and just use that scripture for the day. You know, because if you're using that scripture, and we've got a dozen other people using that scripture for the day, there's got to be. So when you all, we all come back together in, in church, and we've all been meditating on these verses, all of us would have a message 
from the Spirit. I can see such amazing miracles happening when all of us are in one accord with one language and one scripture and one Bible and one Lord and one God. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm excited. Anyways, uh, scrolling down through the letter, now it says, uh, As you can see, this Sunday prayer letter has a different method of delivering the seed of the Word of God. We used many different scriptures to talk about the people who will be dwelling upon the earth, as referenced in Revelation 11, 3-12. What is possible to see is that we are currently living in conditions that could be similar. Even Jesus said, But as the days of Noe were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. That's Matthew 24, 37. Even Peter talked of something similar, which sometime were disobedient when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah while the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. That's uh, 1 Peter 3, verse 20. From a street preacher's point of view, these scriptures seem to be what we see out in the streets and lanes of the city. That's Luke 14.21. So then the question is asked, what do we do? My friend, would you like the answer to that question as quoted from the mouth of Jesus Christ? Okay, here it is, as told by Jesus in a parable. And he called his ten servants, and delivered them ten pounds, and said unto them, Occupy till I come. Occupy till I come. I'm going to say it one more time. The answer to the question, what do we do? This is the answer to the question, what do we do? We occupy till Jesus comes. That's Luke 19.13. So let's finish in prayer. O Lord Jesus, Help us to stay close to Thee. May our hearts continue burning and shining light upon the world as we go into all the world and preach Your gospel. Keep us close, O Lord, as You send us out among the enemy. We trust You, O Lord. Our heart is filled with Your love and mercy and grace. Thank You, Lord Jesus, for baptizing us with Your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for filling us with power to be witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ until the wonderful day the Lord comes for us. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Amen. And the letter is signed in the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with us all. Amen. Signed J.C. for my initials, John Shuck. Below my initials are three scriptures here in the Sunday prayer letter. Genesis 6, 8. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. In Psalm 84:11, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. 2 Peter 1, 2, Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen and amen. 
All right, folks, this is my Sunday prayer letter. It's written Saturday, July 31st, 2021 at 6.01 p.m. in Boulder, Colorado. It's written by John Shuck, street preacher, church builder, founding pastor, and missionary. Ministry website is johnshuckchoque.org. Our video channel is youtube.com forward slash johnshuckchoque. Subscribe to letter preacherjohn.ck.page. Opportunity to give, work with John Shuck, C-H-O-Q-U-E.com. God bless you, my friend. I love you very much.